Hello, everyone. Hey, Nomads. Welcome to another episode of Travel Nursing and Allied Life. I am a host today. My name is Dylan Callier. You might recognize me from the New Medical Nomads podcast. And I am here with Chanel to talk about helpful habits, routines, um, something that we're both pretty passionate about. But Chanel, can you um, please introduce yourself and kind of give a little background on um, how you jumped into travel and how long you've been doing it? Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Chanel. I am a travel PACU nurse now. I've been traveling for four and a half years. Um, I am from Georgia and I've been basically been working on the West Coast uh, the entire time. These um, routines that I've developed definitely were not in place in the beginning of all of this. So uh, <laughs> it took time to get it down. I would say the same for me. I think it is trial and error. Um, and you've been doing travel for about four years now. I've been doing it um, for around five to six years. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of this has been learned by uh, fire. And um, hopefully this will help um, some of those listeners out there that are either just jumping in or maybe you're finding uh, the travel lifestyle to be very stressful, which it is. Uh, it's kind of the... Uh, a ticket of admittance to joining is uh, you get a lot of extra freedom, but you get a lot of extra stress on top of that. And it's kind of the risk that we take. Um, but Chanel, I'll let you start. Um, what are some things that you do that you have found to be really helpful when preparing for a contract? Okay. When preparing for a contract, well, for one, and having all your documents in order, making sure that that you have your certificates in one place, your license. You can easily send all of that out to agencies. Uh, that definitely helps. Uh, when I get to my location, though, I have to scope out my grocery store, mm -hmm. my gym, a nice place that I'm going to hang out um, outside, outdoors, whether it's like a park or something. That's all included in my prep for starting a new assignment. Very nice. Yeah, I do a um, similar thing when I first show up is um, I usually do what I call a dry run to the actual facility that I'll be working at. So I do home health. So it's usually the home health office that'll be at the next day. Um, I usually do it the day before. And then one of the biggest things I've learned with myself is that if I can get there like two days in advance, if I'm starting on a Monday, get there on a Saturday, um, I am a lot less stressed than trying to move in on a Sunday and start work on a Monday. Um, this is one of those things where I say this, but more often than not, I go ahead and sacrifice that time to um, stay with some friends or, you know, hang out with uh, some people just a little bit longer from that last contract. Uh, so it's definitely a sacrifice that I sometimes make. Um, and then I think my last thing that has really helped me um, with before a contract is uh, setting up a nest egg. So having enough um, cash and reserves that if something were to go wrong, um, that I'm able to not stress um, if that job canceled last minute or something happens with housing. Um, typically people say three to six months. Um, for me, I'm a little flexible. I'll have a, if I'm close to home, I'll have a short nest egg because I know it doesn't cost that much to get back home and, uh, stay for three months with my parents until another job pops up. 
Um, but here in Alaska, uh, that nest egg is bigger because I know it's going to cost more to fly home um, and to find another job after this. Uh, Chanel, did you have anything else for the um, pre-contract type of stuff that you'll do um, to kind of get your get you ready for the contract? Yeah. Um, one, I just wanted to say, I can't believe you only give yourself two days before. <laughs> I need like <laughs> time to decompress and get ready. It's a whole process. <laughs> um, no, I think that's, that's pretty much sums it up. Just having all my documents in place and having enough time to scope out the area. That's really important to me. Got it. Likewise. All right. Um, moving on to the next one. So like uh, for during the contract, um, what kind of things do you do once you've once you've started working? OK, for PACU pre-op, you start your shift at different times. You know, some some of my assignments may be like a 6 a.m. start and others may be an 11 a.m. start. So my daily routine would change completely from one assignment to the next but I definitely have a workout fitted into my schedule somewhere. Um, I wake up and I do stretching, meditation, journaling, an ample amount of time before my shift starts to just wake up. And I know when I hit the snooze button too many times and I don't have time for my morning routine, my day is just not going to be the same. Um, but my days off, kind of start the same as far as like waking up, hitting the gym, having my coffee, and then I'll um, make a to-do list of things that needs to be done, whether it's grocery shopping and meal prep, or maybe it's meeting up with friends on MedVenture app and hitting a, a hike or something, you know, um, definitely being organized. Very nice. Um yeah, for me, I tend to find that uh, morning routines, um, I am just so tired in the mornings. And so what I'll do in my my day to day is pretty um, set in stone. It's usually starting at either 8 a.m., 9 a.m. and then getting over um, and done with work around five. Um, I found that the best for me is to wake up running. So my alarm clock goes off and I just start the day. I usually have a half an hour to get ready and then I go. And then my personal time is in the evenings and that's when I get the workout in. Um, that's when I'll, you know, lay around um, and kind of hang out with friends after that or prep for um, hiking that weekend or those uh, little escapisms that we do while on contract. Um, that's definitely my my get away from the, uh, from the clinical life. Um, Something else I've noticed with myself, I think uh, I picked this up from Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and it was realizing that if you're trying to keep a healthy habit, that you want to remove any barriers before you do that. Um, and it doesn't quite fit, but I found that if I'm in that first week of work and I'm a little stressed, I'm still trying to figure out the grocery store situation and I get something um, to eat, like restaurant-wise, I know that whatever restaurant I choose, I'm very likely to go there again. So that first restaurant I always go to or fast food place, I want to make sure it's like a healthy option and not like the Dairy Queen two blocks down. Uh, because I know once I remove that barrier, I'll 
definitely yeah. be jumping back in uh, at some point. So I try to save the ice cream for later <laughs> as much as I can in, in later in the contract. Um, any other things that you do during your contract that uh, kind of make it go a little smoother? I would say early on in the contract, like I told you, scoping out the place, I definitely um, sign up for the gym membership and find a yoga studio. And like you said, find healthy uh, restaurant options. And I do all of that kind of earlier on because, yeah, once you've worked a long um, work week, by the end of the week, you don't have the energy to do all of that. Mm. So um that's very important to me. I liked how you said that you're not the morning person. You kind of give yourself just enough time to get to work because I think that's so important for people to learn themselves and how they work best. Yes. After I get off of work, I'm done for. I definitely need um, my dinner meal prepped in the fridge. I have to microwave it, get in the shower, and then that's it. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I've, I've tried to get up early. Um, I guess I found this out in graduate school and, um, I just find myself kind of just sitting around waiting, um, for, for work to start. So, um, yeah, uh, I thrive on chaos. If I can wake up running, um, that is preferred. And uh, (laughs) that's, that's a big thing I found out about myself. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at my my list. Um, one of the routines I got in a habit of, especially being a traveler and knowing how many um, kind of issues there are with, uh, you know, receiving pay. We always have all these different reimbursements. Um, we're getting taxed in different states. Um, it's not uncommon for mistakes to be made um, with payroll. So I'm in a pretty good habit of every Friday looking at that paycheck to make sure that everything adds up, that nothing's, you know, all of a sudden I'm earning 300 less because of something weird that happened. Um, Or if that was the week I was supposed to get my travel reimbursements, that it is in fact in my um, paycheck. Um, That is something that is very common um, for things to go wrong. And um, it is common. It is a headache. uh, But if you can catch it early, um, it tends to tends to save you a lot of time later of trying to look back and figure out where uh, where you're missing that five hundred dollar travel reimbursement or whatever it might be. And then uh, my last line here on during is uh, sleep, and I have it in all caps and exclamation points because <laughs> I tend to um, choose other activities other than sleep. So if I have an op- opportunity to hang out with travel friends, I go hang out with them. I'm up late. Um, I've kind of found my, my sweet spot is seven and a half hours. So I've started to train myself to wind down and, and do the boring thing. I have a skincare routine now. Oh, look at you. (laughs) (laughs) So trying to be better with that. Um, and, oh, um, feeling actually awake in the morning. I found how much sunlight impacts me. Um, so if I do have an extra 10 minutes, I'll go outside and try to just get as much light into my eyeballs as I can. Um, as much coffee in my mouth as well. But the, the sunlight seems to help a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked that point on the um, paychecks, looking at stuff like that. Um, I don't know if like I can share information about specific agencies, but um, 
the one that I'm working for now, I really like how organized the app is. So I can see, you know, my reimbursements, I can see my paychecks right there in the app. Um, I know that I've worked with other agencies that are a little all over the place and that makes it more difficult. Um, But yeah, that was a really good point. And no, I, um, in the morning time, I have to sit down and drink my coffee. Mm. I have to, I cannot be running out of the door with my coffee. I've got to just sit and relax (laughs) and just savor every sip of it. (laughs) Funny. Um, You talked about journaling. Um, That is something I have briefly tried um, and I didn't really um, see much benefit. So I kind of gave it up. I did it for about two weeks, um, so maybe not long enough to actually give it a give it a full go. But I'm very much interested to learn um, kind of the journaling, uh, what you do and kind of how how you work through it. Okay, (laughs) so excited. This is totally my thing. I love journaling. Um, I got into it. I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, and I wasn't always consistent with it. And it was hard. Um, it's not for everybody, but there's just so many different ways that you can journal. And I think that people should give it a chance, um, give different ways a chance. I know that a friend of mine likes to, uh, journal into her voice memos on her phone because she just does not have good penmanship and she just can't write fast enough to keep up with her thoughts. So she'll just talk to herself on her voice memos and then she'll replay it if needed. But even if she doesn't replay it, it's just a way of getting out all of Mm -hmm. the chaotic thoughts that circle around in our minds constantly. But um, I prefer writing and I created this um, 30 day journal, uh, 30 days of self-care for exhausted healthcare workers. And there's just different prompts in here that, um, kind of help you decompress after work. We definitely work in a profession that's not leave work at work. That's kind of impossible. Sometimes we deal with a lot of heavy things and it's, we can't just shut it off. So it's important to uh, get that out in a healthy way. And um, another thing that I like to highlight in my journal is um, things that fill our cup. So spending those, the days off or your, either your mornings or your afternoons, fill it with things that uh, uplift you Mm. and figuring out what that is, because sometimes it takes like trying new things, getting out of your comfort zone. I found out last year that I really like to snowboard, (laughs) something I never would have tried. And I absolutely love it now. (laughs) She's a boarder. Uh (laughs) Funny you mentioned that when I was first jumping into traveling um, and I kind of had this idea of what I, what that would look like, um, I guess for me, it was like going out to bars and going and trying out all these restaurants. And I, I'm from Missouri, spend most of my time there. And uh, I never had an interest in camping or hiking because we really didn't have that great of views. Um when you camp in Missouri, it's so humid and you're just sweating and there's giant mosquitoes taking off with the little children. 
Um, and I'm so, from Georgia. I know exactly okay. <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> and then you get out to the West Coast and it's so nice. And you're like, where are the mosquitoes? And people laugh at you because there are none. And uh, <laughs> um, so I very much got into hiking and that has been my my escape, um, especially on weekends. And I've really made um, that time specifically for me. Whereas otherwise, like previously, I'd had projects that I was working on to keep me busy. Um, and that was kind of my escape. But now that I've really enjoyed the scenery and getting out and fresh air um, and hiking and doing uh, doing some something hard um, physically and then feeling really good afterwards, um, that's been that's been very ideal. Um, back to journaling. Speaking of like getting things out of your mind, for me, it's a to do list. And once I write it down and I realize, I guess I am, you know, journaling just a, a tad. Um, I do travel around with a whiteboard and then anything that I have in my mind that needs to get done, I will write it down. And then it's really nice because you can erase it. Uh, there's like a physical action once you've completed a task. And usually I started off by create a list and I finish my list and then I get to cross off the create a list part. So that's yeah. like a little cheat. Uh, <laughs> but for um, something that I have done that did make me feel very good um, was for, I think I did 30 days straight. I picked um, 30 persons that I really cared about and was really appreciative of having in my life. And I just wrote a little text to them. So I'd have like, you know, mom on Monday, dad on Tuesday, um, Zach, Josh, um, Sarah, whoever it might be. And every morning I just wrote, you know, hey, appreciate you. Just wanted to uh, share this memory I had of you and I picked some random memory and I told them and then I would send it and at some point throughout the day they would respond inevitably and um, it was the response that made me feel really good that's beautiful I like that <laughs> so the the you know strict journaling never really um, resonated with me but that was something um, it's kind of something in my toolbox too if I'm feeling really overwhelmed um, or not do, doing as well on a contract. Maybe it's a harder contract than the last one. Um, and so I have that kind of um, tucked away and something that I can pull out and that I know will make me feel very good and also makes my friends feel really good as well. So that kind of reminds me of um, like a gratitude practice. You're kind of sharing, you know, that you're grateful for these people. Um, and a lot of times we should um, wake up with gratitude, journal about gratitude. I know that when I first got into journaling, I thought it was kind of like a way to vent. So mm -hmm. it would always be like dumping negativity onto the paper. And now I've shifted into just writing down what I'm grateful for, whether it was a stranger, one of my patients, what they shared with me today or at Starbucks, they gave me a, you know, venti instead of when I ordered a grande, you know, so just um, writing down the little moments in the day that you're grateful for, that's a form of journaling. And it just, you know, either starts your day off on that positive note, or it ends in that mm -hmm. really grateful uh, mood. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I, I've, I've tried the gratitude. Um, I think I'm thinking this is back in high school or maybe early college. Um, it was very simple. It was uh, you're always like looking around the room in the mornings to find, oh, I'm grateful for paper towels, and just because paper towels happen to be on the <laughs> screen here. But um, 
one something that I've, I've come across that I haven't practiced yet, but I'm very interested is um, kind of having a partner and being like, hey, um, for however long at the end of the day, I'm going to I'm going to send you like my highlight of the day and mm-hmm. whatever positive that is. And um, I think it kind of tricks you from looking at all the negatives to trying to find the like peak positive. And so once you're on the lookout for all these positives, um, it just puts you puts you in a better, better space. Um, for me, I think I tend to be a negative. Uh, I kind of like find Take the negatives out. first. Um, it's something that I've definitely, you know, discarded um, a mm-hmm. lot of. But every now and then it, it starts coming back. So I think it, it is something there's something about like just looking at out for all the positives um, and kind of switching that uh, that part of the brain on versus um you know just being being somewhere hard and then you know just it piling up for all all the negative stuff that's going on um once you right. once you find those positives it really has helped me at least especially when you're on um, an assignment that's difficult you know ending the day of just picking out something uh, the highlight of it and and maybe when you get started it's hard but then mm-hmm. Once you get into that routine, you start thinking about it throughout the day. Like, wow, that really made me happy. That that's probably going to be my highlight or whatever. I remember um, when I was doing that, one of my highlights of the day was just I didn't have much going on that day. It wasn't that great of a day. But this girl gave me the biggest, brightest smile at the gym when I walked past her. And it just like, wow, hi. (laughs) And and that like stuck with me to where now I love smiling at people at the Aww. gym. They might think I'm really weird, but someone's <laughs> out there that made their day. <laughs> I think everybody's got a got a superpower, and um, I used to really not like my smile growing up because it was so squinty. Oh. I just had to redo the uh, the school photos, um, mm-hmm. but now. If I'm having a good day, if I if I really smile at somebody like nine times out of ten, they'll smile back. Oh yeah. Right, so that that is my personal superpower, um, and you're not allowed to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, kind of moving on to the next piece of it. So after a contract and um, what we'll call the recovery phase, what are what are some things that you do um, to kind of recover after a contract? go on vacation vacation (laughs) (laughs) no I mean sometimes when I'm trying to save my money I I don't but no I always um do something for myself I celebrate myself in some way so whether it's a pat on the back like you completed another assignment yay you know um but nine times out of ten I'm definitely booking a trip (laughs) um that's just how I like to spend my time. Um, but I will say before I leave for vacation, like what I'm about to do now, I have, or I try to have everything planned out for my next assignment. So, um, I leave on Sunday for vacation. I just finished my contract. This whole week has been packing. Um, but I also made sure that I have my, um, license done for my next location. I've submitted all of my information. I found housing, like I'm on a roll this time. (laughs) (laughs) So when I get back from vacation, I just have to drive to my next place. And that 
makes vacation that much better. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about any of these things while I'm, you know, relaxing or hanging out with family or friends or whatever. Definitely. And that was a big reason I jumped into travel was to have that freedom and flexibility to go explore other countries. Um, here recently, or ever since uh, the pandemic, I've really just been in work mode. But we were just talking before we jumped on. Now, trips aren't getting canceled as much as they were, you know, 12 months ago. Uh, so it's it's becoming a great time to, to jump back in and uh, get out there. For me, I typically did like three contracts in a row, and then I would take like a month or two off. Um, and I've definitely found that I'm not a in-between person. Um, I'm either in work mode or I'm in play mode. And it's really hard for me to juggle between the two. Um, you're talking about keeping work separate, especially with home health. A lot of times you're bringing documentation home. And so, um, I've gotten better at it now that I've had to with COVID, but before all the coffee shops were shut down, that was kind of my safe spot to go get a cheap coffee, um, sit down, knock everything out. And then when you come home, that's home. There's no work. That's your safe mm-hmm. spot. Um, that that for sure has definitely helped as well. Um, when I'm going in between contracts, uh, really my only point is that I know some um, travelers out there will try to really push, push the ball. And um, if they finish that contract on a Thursday, they're trying to start another one that following Monday. Um, for me, I need at least a week off. Um, and I think that varies for everybody, but just finding what amount of time you need between to kind of recover and recoup um, is very important. Because um, if you, I don't know, if you're just rushing, 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 it's again, hard to get out of that that work mode. And uh, sometimes it just sucks you in hard and it's uh, it's harder to get out of it. Yeah, I definitely agree with having enough time between contracts. I always leave myself uh with a comfortable cushion because yeah no i need time to decompress i need time to prepare for the next Mm. i would like to you know and also your car could break down on on the right to the next location you know so anything can happen and i definitely like to stay prepared absolutely well chanel um if travelers are really interested in following you see what you're up to um, or if they were interested in your 30-day journal, um, where can they find that and where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Travel Nurse Nell. That's Nell, N-E-L. And um, in my bio, there's a link to the journal. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, and yeah, I hope I hope uh, you buy one and get one and and I hope that it's helpful to you because I actually created this um, during COVID because I needed it. It was tough times and I needed a way to decompress. And I was like, you know what? There's other people out here that are feeling the exact same way. Let me put this into a format that it can benefit others. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for joining. And for those listening, I hope that you got maybe one or two little ideas to help your contracts go a little bit better. Um, with some self-care, some routines, um, and some helpful hints on how to get through everything. Um, We're getting ready for uh, the big sprint to TravCon. So TravCon this year, 2023, always in September, always in Las Vegas. So I will see everybody there. Thanks, Janelle. See you there. Thanks for having me. Bye.